Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the morning. Hello. Thank you so much for stopping by. Today is Tuesday, January 26th of 2021. Welcome to the first official episode on Spotify. This is going to be our first like inaugural how do you say that? Inaugural? Inaugural? Inaugural episode of The Morning Hello. I have decided that this will be what we do. This is the podcast. This is the name. This is the platform. Everything. We are The Morning Hello, available Monday through Friday, every single morning for you to wake up to and available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc., shortly after. Spotify, we are available on Spotify right now, as well as Anchor. We're not available on Apple Podcasts or any of the additional streaming platforms as of yet. Uh, That will be coming in the week. However, as of right now, we are available on Spotify. Uh, If you guys would like to check out our official official podcast site, we're going to go to anchor.com slash the dash morning dash hello. Oh, no. No, not that. Oh, I totally I totally sent that wrong. Nope, that's not even it. Haha. It's anchor.fm slash the dash morning hello. I swear I'm a professional. But that's where you can go to check out the podcast on the daily every single morning. I'm. Uh, let me tell you what. I'm really, I'm really, really excited about this. I'm very, very stoked. I feel like this music is very loud. So we're going to turn it down just, just a bit here. But I'm excited to get this started. You know what happened, though, this morning? I'm very annoyed. My second monitor, just yesterday, I was talking about... I was talking about my monitor setup and how I have my 27-inch curved monitor in front of me and then I had this trashy monitor up top. Well, this monitor on top has been broken for a long time. It's had uh, It's been on its way out, if that makes sense. The... The monitor has been having lines go through it. And if you're familiar with monitors, you know that when that happens, the monitor's on its way out. It's 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 got one foot in the grave. Well, that's been happening, you know, for quite some time now. It's been like that. But now, this morning I wake up and the whole left side of the monitor is all white. It is officially about to die. Like it is flat out about to die. So now that means that I'm going to have to make a change to my monitor setup. I have a third monitor that used to be my main monitor, but it doesn't, it can't be mounted on a VESA mount. That's the one thing that is good about this top monitor is that it can be mounted on a VESA mount, but my previous main monitor can't be. So now I'm going to have to figure out how the heck I'm going to use these monitors because I would like to have my second monitor. I mean, I don't necessarily need the second monitor, but I would definitely like to have the second monitor. So I think what I might do is I might... I might kind of catty corner the previous main monitor, like on the left side of of my desk or something. I don't have too much space on this desk, because that's what kind of makes it a little difficult. And I want want this this nice, beautiful monitor right here to be front and center. You know what I'm saying? So, eh, we'll see. But hey, grab a cup of coffee if uh, if you're available, if you're capable of doing so. Grab a cup of coffee. Sit down. Let's, Let's take a chat. I'm very excited. As you can see, we got we got a little bit of a little bit of graphics down here. Uh, not super super important, but 
still uh, still exciting nonetheless. Today, I'm going to be making a dedicated Twitter account. <coughs> Excuse me. For the morning hello, along with a YouTube channel as well, and maybe even a Facebook page or an Instagram. I'm thinking about creating the whole spiel of social accounts for this. I'm, I'm honestly, like, I'm genuinely very, very excited for this podcast. I thought that yesterday went very well talking about WandaVision. I can tell you one thing, though. I learned a lot from having that, that episode yesterday, me talking about WandaVision. I learned that I didn't know anything anything about this show before going into it. I genuinely, the only thing I knew about WandaVision before watching the first episode is that I knew that Wanda and Vision were in the show, and that's about my extent of knowledge. That is about all that I knew. Pretty much. That's, that's about all that I knew. So after after having the episode yesterday and talking about what I had you know, conceived from the episodes, what, what my thoughts were, um... I went ahead and I watched Angry Joe's videos, and then, of course, I went to the comments section, and I learned that I knew absolutely nothing. So, basically, now I have a much, much better understanding of what this show is actually about, and it actually makes the show even more interesting to me, because now that I know what it's actually about. So, basically, to, to give you a summary of what it is, basically, the show takes place after... It takes place after Avengers Endgame, which, of course, Vision is dead at this time. And Vision and, and Wanda, they were together. You know, they were in love. And Vision died. So, essentially, what's going on is now, Wanda is in a... According to the comics, that is. Wanda is in a state of... Um, uh, devolving into chaos, for lack of a better description. And with her powers, that's very, very dangerous. So basically what I'm gathering is this show is kind of showcasing her creating these alternate realities where Vision is still alive and she can get to spend time with him because, you know, he died way too early. So they were not able to get married, you know, kids, things like that. So now she's creating these alternate realities to make that happen, which I find very, very interesting. And it also makes everything else seem much more creepy because it means that everything is fake. You know, I was talking before about how it seemed like everything there was fake. Well, everything is fake. In fact, it's all created by Wanda. But then the question comes, she clearly is not completely in control of what's going on. And with that being said, that makes things very creepy because not only is it creepy because she's creating it, but then she's kind of losing control of some areas. So it's even more creepy. Needless to say, I'm very excited for this week's episode because I think this week's episode will finally be really jumping like, like face first into this new reality, which I'm very curious about. Should be a good time. Should be thought provoking. Very excited to get it started. Let me tell you uh, one thing. Uh, there's there's just so many things, so many things. I'm trying to be more productive on a daily basis. Uh, one of the flaws of me that I have is, or one of, one of my flaws that I have is um, I'm not I'm not someone who likes to really get out of my comfort zone that much. In some areas, I have significantly improved on that this past year, uh, you know, getting out of my comfort zone. But there are some things where when I get comfortable 
I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I don't need to change. I don't need, I don't even think about changing. It's like, not even that I don't want to change. It's that I don't even really think about changing is, is probably the big thing. I don't even think about it. Well, I need to think about it because in order to progress and become a better person, you have to push yourself into uncomfortable situations and you know you can't just be stale and stagnant. And that's kind of the thing is when you get comfortable, you become stale and stagnant. And I'm trying to work on changing that. And one way that I'm doing that is um, yesterday I went to Walmart and I got myself a huge calendar like planner thing that you like sit on your desk. Now, I haven't used it yet. I just got it set up down here yesterday. I had to, in fact, it's very interesting that this monitor is broken because yesterday I moved around my new main monitor. I mounted my new main monitor on my VESA mount with the other one because before it was just sitting on the provided stand that came with the monitor. But this, this calendar is so big on my desk, like it would be sitting on top of that. So, and that's like not the point of having this calendar. Uh, so I, I mounted it so I can move it around, but I still haven't used it yet because I also have like my keyboard is wired, so it makes it a little difficult to like write stuff on and whatever. But you know what? Let's let's go ahead and do let's do our first our first inscription on this on this calendar. I think it's just gonna be really helpful for me. Uh, my girlfriend she got one of these, uh, and it's, so far it seems like for her at least it's been very very helpful. Uh, it's allowed her to uh, keep track of school stuff properly and um, you know, just be more productive. So I want to try it myself and see if it works. Today is the 26th. This is the start day. Uh, today, let's say, let's just write down a few things that I need. So today I'm going to need to do some schoolwork in ASL. And I'm also going to need to check in on, uh, let's check in on some birthday reservations for my girlfriend. Uh, let's also, I've already done a few things this morning. I've already checked in on the internet that I need to do. I've already checked in on boarding my cat for this weekend. Uh, what else do I need to do? What else? Oh, I need to read for one of my other classes. Let's say read for 46 or no, 47.50. That's a class. Got to read for that. That's a big one. And uh, I also need to get the networks set up for the morning hello. So that's what's on the agenda for today. And then, of course, I'm going to work tonight. So there's, there's that as well. But anyways, the point is, is I'm trying to work on bettering myself. I'm trying to identify areas in my personal life that I could improve at. You know, because you can never stop improving yourself. You can never stop getting better. You can never stop, you know, trying to see things about you that you could work on, that you could change. Um, I'm trying to work on a number of areas with myself right now. I'm trying to work on patience, trying to work on self-control, trying to work on uh, my communication. Um, that's something that I'm, I'm, I'm definitely struggling with a little bit right now that uh, I'm having some difficulty sometimes saying things the wrong way. Like when you talk, it's not so much about what you're saying. It's more about how you're saying it. And when you have a conversation with somebody or you're saying something to somebody, and if you say it the wrong way, if you, if you say it in a tone that's incorrect, well, it can come off wrong. It can, and it can come off as hurting the other person. 
even though you're not intending for that to be the case, even though the, the what you're saying isn't isn't meant to hurt them, the way you're saying it can. And that's something that I'm having to work on recently. Is I, I, recently I've I've for whatever reason I've been saying things not the way that they should be said, and I'm recognizing it after, and I'd be like, man, why did I? Why on earth did I say it that way? Like I, I didn't I didn't mean to come across that way, but I did. So it's something that I'm trying to work on, and I'm, I'm definitely struggling with it. I'm trying to work on it, trying to get better at it. So if it's something that you guys have dealt with, um, you know, it's a very real thing. You know, it's very important to be able to communicate with people properly. And I feel like that's a huge thing, especially in relationships, to be able to communicate. And it's something that I need to work on, I'm trying to work on. So that's one thing. I don't know how I got into that topic from this calendar, but... <laughs> Here we are, right? Here we are. Let's go ahead and uh, let's see here. I wanted to check. I wanted to check on something here. Oh, apparently. Apparently, I saw that Halo Infinite is going to be rolling out the insider flighting here somewhat soon. And when I say somewhat soon, I'm saying like within maybe Q1 or Q2 of 2021. Which is expected, but also very exciting because it was expected that we were going to get flooding last year and we never got it. So I'm actually very, very excited. I am signed up for the Halo Insider program. So hopefully now I never participated in any of the MCC flights. So uh, I'm sure the likelihood of me getting added to the infinite flights early on is probably next to impossible. But <laughs> uh, I would I would definitely like it if I could possibly get into that. I would really, really really like that quite a lot um but they did say that they're going to be providing monthly updates now you know what let's let's take a look let's let's take a look at what we've got here for halo infinite haven't done this in a couple of days so let's go ahead and do it again let's take a look at uh what's on twitter for halo infinite this morning huh because i saw something and it made me very interested uh, this, I believe, is an old quote, but still very exciting nonetheless. This was the Halo we imagined back in 2000, finally come to life after 20 years of technical and creative innovation. That comes from Joseph Staten, which is really, really nice to hear. And then this was the thing that got me very excited as well. Clobril, uh, he quoted Brian, the community director at 343 Industries, saying, We're committed to monthly updates in the next Inside Infinite. It's coming out this week. This month, we're talking with the Sandbox team to share some insights into their vision for Halo Infinite and their work. Now, that does get me excited because the idea is they're going to be talking about the way that Halo Infinite works, right? Like, that's kind of like the point of a Sandbox update is to, to talk about, like, the core of how the game actually operates. You know, the weapons, the movement, all of that stuff is, is involved in the Sandbox so the fact that they're going to be talking about that makes me very excited because I'm assuming they're going to mention Sprint. That is one thing that, of course, I have not liked in Halo since 2010 is the addition of Sprint. I've hated it, loathed it, unbelievably ridiculous, but it's in Halo Infinite, so I'd like to hear them talk as to why that's the case. Oh, it looks like we found another interesting bit of information here. Uh, let's see if we can make this a little more visible to y'all. Here we go. <clears throat> so this is from Sketch on 
Reddit. Is this on Reddit or is this Waypoint? Yeah, it's on, it's on Reddit. Uh, has it though, not saying it's right or a good thing, but considering we went 12 month stretches of total darkness and our last update was on December 8th, I don't think there's any cause to worry. Keep in mind that many of us around the studio were out of the office for two or more weeks to end the year, and then it takes time to get back into the swing of things, etc. We also confirmed our fall release window in that update. So now it's clear we have some runway ahead of us and some time to go. That said, we're committed to at least monthly high-level updates, and the next Inside Infinite is coming out this week. This month, we're talking with members of the Sandbox team to share some insights into their vision for Halo Infinite and the work they're doing. To manage expectations, this won't have world premiere big screenshots or huge things like a date announce, but our goal is to offer our community more context and insights into our team and the game we're making while we're all awaiting the large beats and full marketing machine later this year. That's interesting. So basically he's saying that they're gonna be having more monthly updates, which is good because we haven't had that at all for Infinite. We've had it for MCC, but not for Infinite. So that's very that's very welcome, very exciting. So he's saying that we're gonna have monthly updates, and but I find it very curious he's talking about the the marketing machine that's gonna be happening later this year. Because what's interesting about that is in 2020, they already had the marketing machine ready to go. I mean, do you guys remember all the marketing that was happening for Halo Infinite and the game wasn't even coming out in 2020? Monster Energy. Who else was it? There was like was it Pop-Tarts, I think, had one? It was, maybe it wasn't Pop-Tarts, but there's another company that had one. You know, all the toys and everything. I mean, all the trailers, you know, like for X, like promoting Xbox Series X using, you know, Master Chief as the focal point. Like, they did a whole heck of a lot of marketing for Halo Infinite in 2020, and the game never even came out. <laughs> so, I, f I find that very interesting. I will say, though, I appreciate the clarity and the, uh, the just the honesty about what this next update is going to be. We're not even expecting any any release dates or any big information, but they're going to be talking about the the um, the ideas behind how the game is being made. So I appreciate that. Thank you, Sketch. I am very excited to hear what you have to say about this. Let's see what else is on Twitter this morning for Halo, huh? Let's see what else we got. Oh, and you know what? That's also something interesting too. Halo Infinite is now going to be completely free to play, no matter what platform you're playing on, the multiplayer. Because of what was actually, what was transpiring the other day with Xbox, they were saying that they were going to effectively double the price of Xbox Live. They were gonna make a six month subscription to Xbox Live $60 when that used to be the price for a 12-month subscription. They made that announcement, and then quickly the internet hated them, and then they reversed it. And what's funny about that is when they made that announcement, we were literally sitting right here talking about how Xbox is so, so consumer-friendly, except for in that area, how they don't let you play free-to-play games for free, you have to pay for Xbox Live in order to play free-to-play games. I was literally sitting here talking about that, and as I was talking about it, they made the announcement that they were doubling their price. I didn't realize at the time that that's what happened, but that afterwards I realized. And then, shortly after that, just a few hours later, Xbox came out and they were like, you know what, actually, you know what? We were wrong, we're not gonna do that, we're gonna back up, and now, 
they made it to where they're not increasing the price. And in fact, they're making it to where if you play a free to play game on Xbox Live, you don't have to pay for it. They, now, they said that 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 feature or that like change in policy isn't going to go in effect like immediately because it takes a little bit of time for them to enact that. But I mean, by the time Halo Infinite comes out, you will not need to have Xbox Live in order to play the game. It will be completely free to play. I will say, I wonder how that's going to affect microtransactions on Xbox. I don't know, but I'm curious to see if that affects it in any negative way. I'm not sure. Oh yeah, and this is this is something I noticed too. 343 Industries is reportedly actively drafting plans for multiple Halo Infinite beta tests to come later this year. That gets me excited. Let's see. I haven't actually read this article, so let's see. What are the details here? Got to sift through the, the jargon. Windows Central reports that three, four, developer 343 Industries is actively drafting plans for multiple beta tests for Halo Infinite to come later in 2021. Right, and other flights. So wait, let's, let's see what Windows Central officially reported. Um, let's see. Is this even the right article? I don't know. You know, uh, nope, this definitely, this definitely has nothing to do with it. Ah, that's fine. That's okay. We already read the important information. The important information is that they will be having flights here eventually. So that's, that's the good thing. I'm very excited for Halo Infinite. I am cautiously optimistic. I think given the extra time that they have now been given, uh, the game better be freaking phenomenal, but I don't have any reason to think that it's going to be trash. I think this is a different situation than before. And oddly enough, I'm actually more excited for the campaign than I am the multiplayer, which is not usually the case for me. I'm not usually more excited for the campaign than the multiplayer, but the game is going open world and I'm so excited about that so 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 excited about that that's got me that's got me very 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 happy I have another idea here I'm actually curious about this let's take a look and see I don't know if you guys are, are a fan of the Witcher television series and Netflix or not but I am a huge fan of it but we haven't heard any information about season two yet so let's see Looks like I have something new. Jody Turner-Smith will play the role of uh, Ely in upcoming series The Witcher Blood Origin. Wait, what? Blood Origin will be a six-part live-action limited series and a prequel to the hit Netflix series The Witcher. Wait, hold on. So they are they're coming up with a prequel Netflix series? What? What? And they have a anime film, The Witcher Nightmare of the Wolf, from Studio Mir. What? Wow, my goodness. I guess I guess The Witcher has been so successful that they're just jumping full force. Get ready for more from the world of The Witcher. Nightmare of the Wolf, that has a runtime. Wow. Uh, what is this, though? I saw... The Witcher Season 2 is expected to arrive this year, so here's everything we know about Netflix's upcoming project. When is it coming, though, is my question. Because as, as far as I understand, they had to stop filming. Okay, so they resumed filming 
and will continue filming through March 2021. Okay, so they're not even going to be, they're not even done filming yet. So my presumption would be that the next season will be coming out in December, right? When was the first, when did the first one come out? The first season? I thought it was, I thought it was December of last year, right? The Witcher season one release. They, December 20th of 2019, exactly. So we're now, of course, COVID happens. So that's, I mean, obviously why things have been significantly delayed. But my goodness, we're going from December 2019 to potentially December 2021. That's like freaking Game of Thrones kind of like time between. Wow. Wow. That sucks. I mean, I guess it'll give them time to really focus on making it good, but... That kind of sucks. Not going to lie. That kind of sucks a little bit. Okay, here's something that I just thought about. I think something I might want to do is I might want to actually go back and like maybe maybe let's go back and watch season one of The Witcher. And then each day, you know, maybe maybe each day I'll watch a new episode. I'll watch one of the episodes, right? And then the next ne- the next morning, I'll talk about what I thought from the previous episode. I mean, I know I've already watched it, you know, several times, but perhaps I could provide some uh, some some insight some thoughts that maybe you guys would be interested in who knows maybe you think i'm an idiot and that's perfectly fine perfectly reasonable you have every right to feel that way let me tell you every right to feel that way all right what's trending this morning let's take a look what do we got trending today this is the for you but whatever Let's see. PewDiePie. Oh, yeah. People are freaking out this morning about PewDiePie because apparently yesterday he used one of those VTuber filters on his stream and everyone's going, oh, my God, VTuber. I don't I, I, I truly don't understand the disgust for the VTuber stuff. I, I just I don't I mean, like, personally, I don't get it. Like, I don't get using it. You know, I don't I don't think I would ever use it, but. I don't understand how it is such a terrible thing for people to try. I mean, it's just having fun. You know, in, in the case of Pokemon, I'm sure Pokemon probably did it because one, I know she probably really loves anime, but two, she probably doesn't like how, you know, like guys on the internet over-sexualize her and stuff. So she's probably like, well, you know what? I'll just completely change my appearance entirely. And in the case of PewDiePie here, he's probably just like, hey, whatever, let's give it a shot. Let's try and have fun. He's PewDiePie, for crying out loud. I don't understand how people are freaking out about it. That's so dumb. People just have to have a very strong opinion about everything. Let me tell you, not a very healthy way to live your life. Not that it's... I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't have an opinion, because you definitely should have an opinion about everything. But it's what you do with that opinion that is important. If you constantly insert your opinion into other people's world without any true need for it, you're kind of just being obnoxious. You are really being just obnoxious at that point. So just let me tell you, don't do that. Okay? Please just don't do that. This is pretty wild. LeBron James made his way to... The Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse, otherwise known as Quicken Loans Arena, last night for his only game in Cleveland as a Laker this season. 
This dude literally dropped 46 points. Now, obviously, LeBron James is the greatest player potentially in basketball history and certainly the best player in the world and has been that way for like a decade. But this dude literally dropped 46 points on the Cavs in their house. Nuts. 21 points in the fourth quarter after this happened too. Apparently, he missed this shot and one of the Cav, Cav staff members made fun of him for missing it. So LeBron looks back and he's like, okay, dude. And apparently after this, he went on to score 21 points. So uh, if I'm that Cavs staff member that made fun of him for missing that shot, I think you're the reason why the Cavs lost that game. I think I can confidently say that. <laughs> oh, man. I don't understand why people get cocky in sports. It's really, it's just, it's never helpful. Like, what is, what, what exactly are you gaining from doing that? If anything, you're only hurting stuff. Like, come on, really? This is kind of neat. So Biden owns, President Biden owns two dogs. Now we have the first dogs. We have the first lady and we have the first dogs. First dogs, major and champ can now be seen running and barking around the White House. This is kind of neat. I actually think it's pretty cool. He's got two German Shepherds. I don't know the official breed of German Shepherd, but I mean, look at him. Oh, that's cute. Oh, here we go. Let's get some good photos. Yeah. That's very cool. Very cool. Oh, my goodness. Look at him. Or her. Who is this? Wait, Major and Champs. What's at him? Look at him. Adorable. Love it. Love it. Of course, they have no idea. They have no idea where they are, what they're doing, but <laughs> they are the first dogs. Very cool. <clears throat> All right. Well, that's going to go ahead and do it for uh, this morning's episode of The Morning Hello. Thank you, everybody, for stopping by. I appreciate it. Hopefully, you had a great time listening. If you're on Spotify, Anchor, YouTube, Twitch, Thank you so much for being here today. I appreciate it. We'll be back again tomorrow morning on my birthday. It's actually my birthday tomorrow. I'll be 22 years old. January 27th, 2021 is my birthday. We'll be back 22 tomorrow. But again, we're available on Spotify, Anchor.fm, Twitch, and YouTube. If you want to see our whole podcast website, go to Anchor.fm slash The Morning Hello. Thank you so much for stopping by today. I appreciate it. We'll catch you again in the morning. Have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye.